it's easy way just to give algorithm, to give formula, you know, to remind the rule, and then it is done. But if you really do not remember the rule, you can invent it. Yes, you can find it by yourself. You can ask it. You are not alone. We, we have to show that you are not alone. Welcome to Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I'm your host and chief goddess of the PASS Foundation, Annalise Corbin. We know the current model for education is obsolete. It was designed to create fleets of assembly line workers, not the thinkers and problem solvers needed today. We've seen the innovations that are possible within education, and it's our goal to leave the box behind and reimagine what education can look like in your own backyard. Welcome to today's episode of Learning Unboxed. As always, I'm excited to talk with another great innovator in the transformative education space. And today we are going to be talking about mentoring students as a positive disruptor and how we think about the concept of what is school and why does it matter. And joining us today um, is Natalia Starodub, founder of the Dreva Mentoring Academy. This is a project that is born out of the primary school, which was based in Minsk, Belarus, and closed at the end of 2022, along with all private and alternative schools in the country. So Natalia, welcome to Learning Unboxed. We are super excited to have you um, today. Um, let's just set a little bit of context for our listeners um, as we get started. Um, and please correct me, Natalia, if I have any of this incorrectly, but the Dreva Mentoring Academy prepares adult mentors to guide and lead children ages 4 to 16 years of age into real life by developing their curiosity, their agency, their skills, and their identity. Um, and the team of educators, our mentors helping children are from various schools and from around the world, which is what really, really intrigued me about your work. So as we get started, then Natalia, so tell me what was the dream that sort of made the Dreva Mentoring Academy really a possibility? Let me start not uh, directly answer to your question, but from some history, because our dream was born in uh, in our school. School was called Nersdo in Minsk when we founded Alternative School. And for six years, um, uh, during uh, which school uh, existed, we... Um, experienced and were evidenced that we can prepare so small children from 6 to 11 years to learn by themselves. So really to organize conditions and environment with deep relationship uh, with adults and with teachers for self-regulated learning. I know that is really actual topic, yeah, but uh, mostly... Uh, scientific and scholars uh, developed this uh, topic uh, talking about uh, um, university students uh, but we met the challenge and we really uh, managed to do that and for sure when our school was closed and we grieved uh, about this project and this environment uh, we decided that we have a team and lots of Belarusian children are now um, 
forcefully display dis, dis, displace it, and uh, and they they do not want uh, to lose this connection, to lose these bonds. So actually, that was children and teachers' love, yeah, who didn't want to lose bonds. And we started to experiment and to organize. And now our dream is, um, and now we convince again that we can do it even remotely. And even with younger children, now we start from four years old, Yeah, meeting with a child just twice or three times a week. Uh, and yeah, being a mentor, not tutor, not psychologist, not a parent, not a friend, who is a mentor? Yeah. Um, and to help child to love their uh, environment, to immerse into that. Yes, to erase this uh, boundaries of schools. Yeah, you can count school every event, every process around you, how you learn from that, how you master that environment. And of course, school is one of uh, of most significant uh, and time-consuming and uh, power-consuming environment for children. So we convince it uh, that uh, uh, that uh, we can make children happy and we can again inspire them to learn even though adaptation even though their parents uh, can't uh, how to say take care of them so much because you know when uh, parents are even they even have some resources, but they're immigrants. Uh, they, they, they do not, for, especially for first year, they do not have uh, so much resource uh, to take care deeply uh, about child, about his development, uh, his inner world. Yes, so integrating his feeling, his or her feeling, uh, do actions, yes, th- thoughts. Uh, so our dream is uh, to enlarge amount of happy children and to enlarge amount of adults who can accompany them. Yeah, that's a really fabulous, fabulous thing. The work that you're doing, that is just actually really quite remarkable, right? And so I love the fact that you you by design are not teaching, you're not tutoring, you're not, I, I love that list of the things that the the mentors are not, that instead you are about creating relationships that encourage students to learn from the world they're sitting in. Do I have that correct? So literally you're saying we're going to mentor you as a child to recognize where you are, what's going on around you, and it can be a million different things but that you could learn from all of those things if only you step back from it just for a moment and sort of ask what's happening questions and somebody's guiding you, I assume? <laughs> uh, and yeah, it sounds like uh, something uh, not concrete, but you know, if you really want to achieve these goals, you have to be very structurable, very organized. And uh, of course, our mentoring academy for adults, we provide adults with instruments and for sure with relationship so that they can build relationship with a child and 
of course, sometimes mentor can help with uh, some subjects. Sometimes a mentor uh, dives into conflicts the child has. Mm, but this is landscape where mentor teaches and develops this capacity of child to reflect, to recognize, to grow this how to say metacognition, yeah, to realize how I learn, how I understand this situation, how I interpret that, how it could be interpreted. Yeah, so mentor from one side, um, they are not uh, teachers, they are not psychologists, but from another side, when uh, someone wants to be a mentor, they have to study some pedagogics, for sure, uh, even some didactis, didactis or didactis, uh, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it correctly. Yeah, and um, for sure, a basement, uh, ba basic knowledge of development psychology. And uh, we um, always invite some uh, uh, experts, so for example, we really love to cooperate with Mikhailo Samkov, uh, who develops in, um, I would say, uh, Russian language uh, uh, area, this approach of uh, clear language, of clear communication, you know, uh, when you talk to someone and you are like a shade, and uh, especially we, we use this communication and we mentor have to be taught to do it. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because not everybody knows exactly what to do. They're willing, right? Um, but they don't necessarily know the appropriate process. So we're going to come back to that in a moment. But um, so I've got a couple of questions. The first one is let's start with the mentors. So how how do you find or recruit these adults to serve in this capacity? Where do these people come from? Thank you very much for this question, because as a, uh, I would say, young project, of course, we still do not have, I would say, profound process for that. But uh, we are lucky. We are lucky for our previous social capital, because when we were in school, we openly shared our experience. So lots of Belarusian teachers and experts just came to us to take some workshops, to take some lectures. So And they loved to uh, cooperate with me as a leader, with our experts, etc. Because, as again, I uh, want to underline, relationship is our first uh, treasure, I would say. Yeah. How not to be a family, but not to be a corporation. How to be a real team. With This is my, uh, my challenge as a leader. And so when even... Um, some outside experts came to our school, they can, they could mm, soak, uh, they could taste this atmosphere. And um, this social capital supporting us now, because, you know, lots of alternatives are closed in Belarus. So lots of uh, enthusiastic teachers, uh, initiators, etc. from education, they now looking look looking for environments for teams um, who develop their values and who, who 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 looks for them but for sure of course for me as a leader i understand that 
it is not enough. So this is the first way, wave where uh, for people which we can uh, teach as mentors, but we have to develop. We have to promote, yeah, and to contaminate with our atmosphere, with our uh, uh, mission and vision uh, other uh, people. And I would say that not only pedagogues, uh, there are a lot of people from all, all over the world, maybe uh, quite often, this is active parents who supported their children, who thought about how our children learned, what now, what to do, what, what schools today really learn, and what we as responsible uh, parents want to learn them. And they made uh, lots of by themselves. They learned by themselves, but they are not organized, you know, pedagogically organized. They, sometimes they are overloaded by knowledges, by instruments, but they can't apply them systemically. Yeah, just, just playing with instruments. And this is, I would say, the second cluster of uh, people who looks at us, who wants to try with us. Yes, and some of them do it. I love the fact that people are coming from such diverse backgrounds and experiences to be mentors, because honestly, that's what kids need that, right? They need different perspectives and points of views and people asking a different set of questions than they're obviously going to ask their themselves. So that's fabulous. So then the the sort of ancillary to that question is then you have the mentors, you're ready to roll. Now, how do the children or the families find the program to plug into? How does that connection work? Are you working with schools, with learning pods, just with families? Who's your, right now, because recognizing that things are a little different than originally designed at the moment, how, how are you doing your work right now? How are you engaging with students? Yeah, we engage in our students from uh, parents. Yes, we ha we have our website. Unfortunately, still it's only in Russian. However, we de we develop because our children is all over all over the world. Uh, but parents, then again, parents tell to parents. Of course, we try to promote uh, through Instagram. Uh, but again, we our capacity now is full. Yeah, you know, so we, we do not need uh, lots of, uh, I would say, artificial promotion. Yeah. Uh, however, when we develop um, uh, constant and stable, sustainable or this flow of mentors, uh, graduates, for sure, we have to promote. Uh, yeah. And, and, and find children. Yeah. And uh now we have have we have had the cases uh, because you know when we work with children and children are visiting schools and usually we um, suggest parents just to uh, tell teachers about us that my child has uh, his or her own mentor. If you want, you can coordinate, you can cooperate. And now we have these cases. And now we started this another flow when teachers 
tell about us other teachers. For example, if you have some difficult or weak child in your class, weak, uh, and you can't deal with uh, their behavior, for example, or they have dyslexia. So we know the mentoring academy, where there are experts who know how you, and they will design how you on your classes can help this child. Yeah without uh, re-education, without uh, overloading yourself. Yeah, so now we have these cases and they are, there were some unsuccessful, you know, because teachers it's, uh, uh, in the schools are quite conservative, but we have had some, uh, some successful cases and there are new generation of open teachers and I think this door will open for us to yes when teachers will suggest parents and they will understand that we do not compete we work together for one person so for one purpose and we all win yeah mm -hmm. I love I love that component of this um, I love the fact that you as an organization are so open and willing to being sort of a dual assistance, if you will, right? The fact that as an organization, you can recognize that a teacher in a more formal setting um, could be struggling with an individual child. And even though, um, you know, our training says we work with a family, we work with administration, we work with school counselors to try to solve those problems, sometimes that's not enough. And if that child could have a mentor to help them, or they do have a mentor that they're working with, that recognizing that that relationship that that mentor and that child either have or could develop could be game-changing for everybody in that scenario. I love that you're so willing to, to make those connections because sometimes organizations are not willing to do that. It's, you know, they have a set plan and that's the plan they use. And I, that inflexibility, I think, sometimes can be a, a hindrance. So I appreciate the way you're doing that work. How do, um, you know, as you proceed... So let's talk about maybe some examples of how the mentors are working with the students sort of in that life space. So give me a few sort of examples of how that relationship might work. What was the work that they're doing together? Well, we, uh, we work with children from 4 to 16. So we divide, oh, for sure, we divide them um, quite conditionally, but we divide them for three categories. First category from four to six, seven years, so they are preschools. Mm -hmm. Mostly this work is three times a week, uh, maybe mm -hmm. two times a week, but not longer than half an hour. Half an hour is very long for some really attentive uh, children. So it's about 20 minutes. And Usually we work with behavior through storytelling and some art actions. Yes, so, uh, so child draw his or her feelings. Uh, uh, they make something from clay. Uh, they make something from paper. So child can't sit instead of uh, instead of screen. Yes, and just listen to you carefully. Yes, so. 
especially with this age of work is very interesting. You have to be a storyteller and catch stories from the from the air, yeah, you know, and uh, to to tell these stories and child have have to recognize in heroes them children have to recognize in heroes themselves but to feel safe that, but that they are not that heroes <laughs> and for sure child have to move so you we uh, demand from parents of that children really organize the place so that that was not camera just only or which just uh, for, for example when they um, you can't make sessions through phone because this should be absolutely um, table, yes, and the camera have to show almost all the child, all the child body, because child is allowed to move, and sometimes mentor, especially with this age, should be prepared to move with a child, to catch his movement, and to suggest some play. Uh, some game, yes, uh, how to play with our body parts, how to use our body, how to enterprise our emotions, etc., etc. So uh, I would say category of mentors who, uh, we prepare mentors for all three categories, but who choose this category, they're really professionals, <laughs> really professionals. Yeah. This is the most, yes. And before six, so uh, when they are uh, coming near to school, to the school years, to the school time, we focus on developing concentration, ability to do tasks to the end. And um, so concentration of, for us, uh, we explain them that you have to catch your attention and to draw it to your task. So we really develop this skill, uh, not feel feel guilty for that, just to catch your attention and to put it uh, into your uh, task, uh, to draw it into your task. Yes, then to finish your job. And the third one skill uh, for press schools is not uh, to be uh, to be not afraid of mistakes. So, hey, I have a mistake. It means that I just have to try. It means that I learn. If I do not have mistakes, I do not learn. I am a learner, so I have mistakes. And so I have to just attempt uh, to do it. So this is a this age group. This, uh, the second group is from, so it's primary school. Uh, here we uh, we focus sometimes if we if we think if, if we see that child uh, do not have this uh, plain agile ability uh, they do not have uh, emotional intelligence developed so we we still use storytelling but now uh, we have usually two meetings uh, it's about 30 to 45 minutes. And of course, uh, we have to not only talk with the child, we have to do something. And we the meeting starts from a question. What are we going to do today? What's important today? What do we, or then with elder, what do you want in the end? What's important for you? So that to catch this question again in the end and to reflect. 
what we did for that, yes, and on our two pillar, four pillars, yes, how, how do you feel? What do you think about that? Uh, what can you do about that? Yes, and uh, in, in social uh uh this social pil p pillar how you can um attract resources uh, uh fr from um social area yeah so we have these brackets yes in the beginning and in the end uh and in the middle we have some uh, maybe two or three, it could be two or three uh, uh, actions. Yes, some of them are with some subjects from school in which a child has problems, but we do not just uh, tune them. We try to coach them. So, okay, if I do not uh, know wh what to do with that, I would, yeah, Try to find help with your uh, through among your peers, yeah, among some adults around you. Uh, try to find, uh, try, try to imagine, try to draw, yeah, the conditions of of, of tasks, etc., etc. So we help, yeah, to recognize instruments. What what you can do, because child who don't who doesn't know how to deal with some tasks. It's easy way just to give algorithm, to give formula, you know, to remind the rule, and then it is done. But if you really do not remember the rule, you can invent it. Yes, you can find it by yourself. You can ask it. You are not alone. We, we have to show that you are not alone. Yeah. And then it could be activity about your relationship around you, uh, around the uh, child, uh, which conflicts, which, fr which friendships, yes, which uh, maybe some feelings they have and how, how, how to show it, how to develop this relationship. Yes, so here we have some, some activities too. Yeah, and for sure it depends because we have like... Uh, um, yeah, and with uh, elder children, it's adolescence. Uh, there, uh, the, uh, there, it's more coaching and more showing them um, how world works. That whatever you decide to to go uh, uh, to step next, anyway, you have thousands of choices. Anyway, you have, and we have to. Uh, we have to teach them to make choice, to be responsible for that. However, do not forget that you can choose again and again and again yeah, uh, how to develop values, etc., etc., how, how, on what to orient. And we have some contracts with uh, parents. So we have these periods, uh, about eight or 12 meetings. And uh, before that, we meet with parents and we discuss uh, and um, uh, conclude with special measured criteria. What are we going uh, to develop? How we, we, we will measure it? How we will notice it in our uh, children. So it helps uh, parents to be safe, yeah, because as professionals, they really can't check us. We really can, uh, can show them how much 
<laughs> do we how much we do with the children however uh, but we give them uh, some keys yes some indicators they can see by themselves and for sure especially with parents of adolescents uh, people uh, uh, we have to sometimes <laughs> to have some talks with parents uh, which are more harder than with children yeah because parents want so much from these children but children are so how to say unsaved and unsupported in our world and really vulnerable yeah and they need this support and sometimes mentor helps parents to breathe deeply and to stand for their child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that mentoring kind of happens across the entire ecosystem. Um, you know, I guess it's one of the things that I, I really love. And it's sort of as we, as we wrap the conversation, you know, I appreciate so much that the way you structured this mentoring opportunity and program is to be really comprehensive around the ecosystem or the landscape that is that child's world. So I love that there's the opportunity for the formal educator to be part of this journey. I love the fact that you recognize that the families have a role to play in all of this as well. And that, you know, you're giving this sort of neutral support structure around a child including in ways a child may not have even realized that they needed, right? It's this interesting and intriguing way to engage. I've not stumbled upon a mentoring program that is anything like what the, the, the Dreva Mentoring Academy, the work that you're doing. And so uh, thank you so much, Natalia, for making time to talk to us. But more importantly, thank you for the work that you're doing. There are so many amazing nuggets that I think our listeners should be able to pull out, um, you know, of the work that you're doing and can learn for themselves. So thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your gratefulness that inspire us and uh, I think all our team uh, to develop, to continue. Yeah. And thank you very much for your podcasts and for your project too. We are together and we are doing this uh, great job. Thank you for joining us for Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I want to thank my guests and encourage you all to be part of the conversation. Meet me on social media at Annalise Corbin, and join me next time as we stand up, step back, and lean in to reimagine education.